Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me again today on this chapter day journey. We are in Lamentations chapter 4, and it was verse 22 that resonated this morning. It said, your punishment will end, daughter Zion. He will not prolong your exile. Today's podcast is entitled, It Stinks to be Right. At the beginning of every NFL season, I look at the Vikings' schedule, predict how many wins and losses they're going to have that year. I've been a fan for 50 years, endured four Super Bowl losses, survived many forgettable seasons, so I'm a realist when it comes to my prognostications. This year, I figured that they'd struggle to win half of their games or more and predicted them to end the season either 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight. Stinks to be right. In today's chapter, Jeremiah pens his fourth of a five-poem cycle, lamenting the fall of Jerusalem. In reading the words of the prophet, we're reading a first-hand account of a historical event that took place in 586 B.C., The Babylonian army had surrounded Jerusalem and laid siege to it a year before. So surrounding Jerusalem with no way to get supplies in or out of the city, the people eventually grew weak and starved. Social order began to break down. At that point, the Babylonians stormed in, tore down the walls of Jerusalem, destroyed Solomon's temple, which was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, and set the city on fire. The Babylonians then took young royalty and nobility into captivity, Daniel was one of those, killed off anyone who might pose a political threat after they left, and they left those who were weak and dying in the rubble. Jeremiah was one of those who were left behind. And what we read in today's chapters, I mean, it's gruesome stuff. Children, their tongues sticking to the roof of their mouths, beg for bread that no one has to give them. Formerly affluent people lie destitute on ash heaps of rubble. Women cook and eat the flesh of their own children to survive. Emaciated people, skin shriveled to the bone, wander aimlessly. As I read the chapter, I imagine myself standing in the sandals of Jeremiah, You see, he prophetically predicted the entire thing. If you go back to Jeremiah verses 25 through 27, he prognosticated everything that would happen. The rise of Nebuchadnezzar, the destruction of Jerusalem, along with 70 years of captivity and exile for God's people in Babylon. No one believed him. They didn't want to. The corrupt political religious machines refused to repent of their crooked ways. They doubled down on their profiteering. They made Jeremiah public enemy number one. They threw him in the bottom of a well to die. So what went into the poetic horror of today's chapter is a not-so-subtle, I told you so. Quote, The kings of the earth did not believe, nor did any of the peoples of the world, that enemies and foes could enter the gates of Jerusalem. But it happened because of the sins of her prophets and the iniquities of her priests who shed within her the blood of the righteous. Now they grope through the streets as if they were blind. They're so defiled with blood that no one dares to touch their garments. 
end quote. It stinks to be right. Yet this I call to mind, remembering yesterday's podcast. Jeremiah's prophecy was not hopeless. I mean, Jeremiah may have prophetically predicted Jerusalem's fall, but he also predicted her return and restoration. And that's how the chapter ends. Your punishment will end, daughter Zion. In the quiet this morning, I find myself, yeah, I'm kind of sobered by the chapter. I mean, I like to think that good times will last forever, that calamity will forever be held at bay. I like to think that the Vikings might surprise me and win the Super Bowl. Then reality descends. Jeremiah stands in the middle of the very devastation that he predicted. Now, I'm no prophet, but I do know that there are no guarantees in this life. So I consider that I'm in a position to care about the record of a silly football team. That means today is a good day, and I'm grateful. I hope you have a great day, friend. We'll finish up Lamentations tomorrow.